Welcome into the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah. Along with me, as always, is Jordan Sherwood. You can follow him on Twitter at Wood on ESPN 1000. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. Off last week. The UFC wasn't, but, you know, it's holiday week and schedules and stuff like that. Like, that main event is the reason why we were off. Yeah, you yeah. You saw what happened in that main event. I don't. It's preposterous that that was a headlining bout in a UFC fight night. But Sean Strickland got a guy that uh, got a victory over a guy that shouldn't be in the main event. And Sean Strickland does Sean Strickland things, demanding a title shot. Yeah, and that's it. But now, now. Now we go to the big boys. Now this is a card I am insanely excited for. Uh, this is going to be great. UFC 290. Uh, you know, Volkanovski against Yair Rodriguez is going to be great. And then you got Brandon Moreno against Alexandre Pantoja is going to be awesome as well. Like two great, great title fights. And also just the whole main card is great, except for the first fight. We will address that. But this should be an amazing, amazing uh, pay-per-view event for the UFC uh, for International Fight Week. You can get all of Jordan's picks at FatJackSports.com. It should be it should be a bunch of picks uh, this week. I know you've been looking at this pay-per-view for a long time now, but that first fight on the main card was scratched momentarily yesterday on the 4th of July. We are taping this on Wednesday, July 5th. So if odds change, all that kind of stuff, fights get dropped, whatever, you understand. But Bo Nickel uh, will no longer face Treshawn Gore. Gore uh, hurt his wrist and might have to have surgery on it. So now Bo Nickel is a minus 1,200 favorite against Val Woodburn, who picked up the phone. I don't know if he's coming off the couch or if he's been training or what it is, but this is a uh, basically let's just put a fight there because Bo Nickel is ready to fight. Bo Nickel needs to be showcased. Yeah. I mean, they, they are slowly turning this guy into what they hope is an, is the next big superstar. And he's got the accolades to be it. Like he's an all-American you know, NCAA champion wrestler which is always kind of the, the, the predisposed discipline for success, having the wrestler. He's extremely athletic. He's dominant. He's gone out there and, and, and finishes guys in the first round. And look, he was likely going to do the same thing to Tressian Gore, a guy with a little bit, obviously, notoriety coming off the ultimate fighter, but a guy that struggles against takedowns. Um, uh, we saw a Cody Brundage, who is a, a lesser you know, caliber fighter that probably we believe Bo Nickel will get to, but he's a guy that's a, that's a, an NCAA wrestler that's got a very strong double leg and overhand right and can either ground and pound you or submit you with a strong guillotine, and he got the win over Tressian Gore. We expected the same from Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel now should be the big-time favorite. Val Woodburn is a guy that, you know, is undefeated. He's got knockouts on his record at regional promotions, but from my understanding and, and the background now I've already done on him that he struggles with takedowns. He struggles with guys that are going to look to take him down to the mat and ground and pound him. So that's going to be the case there. This is a showcase fight for Bo Nickel. The UFC wants him to be a star. I mean, look, they are putting Bo Nickel on as the first fight in the main card, and Robbie Lawler, who is a first ballot Hall of Famer, is already in the Hall of Fame. He's already got a fight in the Hall of Fame. He's a future Hall of Famer, is not featured, and this is his retirement fight against Nico Price. That fight's going to be bonkers for as long as it lasts. So, look. The UFC wants to focus this guy. Here's the value. It's not even worth it for a parlay, a stuffer. No. Even if I go five deep on it. Bo Nickel in round one, uh, probably via TKO. But you could also, if you know, I think maybe sprinkle a little bit in submission. Bo Nickel's going to win in the first round. The fight's not going to be uh, going anywhere else except to the ground, a minute into the fight, and then Bo Nickel should get the early finish. I wish I could give you odds on that, but no site even has odds on 
that. I mean, right I'd now. even go as as crazy as to say, you know, Bo Nickel wins in the first two minutes of the fight. Wow. Like, like if you could find some value in there and maybe not risk the submission versus proper the method of victory, like Bo Nickel's going to squash this dude. Yeah, Bo Nickel's going to win this fight and win it convincingly, win it very quickly. <laughs> it's you know. You know, I'm into you. If you want to put Vel, you want to put some money down on Vel Woodburn, and you know, lucky the Irish hit you, fine, because that's going to pay well. But I'm not recommending it. So the values yeah. in Bo Nickel in the first couple of minutes of the fight, or via submission or uh, TKO in the first round of the fight. So let's go to some fights that should be a little more entertaining than that. You mentioned uh, fights for as long as they last. This first fight or second fight, I guess, on the main card will be just that: is Jalen Turner against Dan Hooker. Jalen Turner minus two forty-five on FanDuel. Dan Hooker plus one eighty-five. This fight was supposed to take place at UFC two eighty-five in March but it will finally go off here at UFC 290 on Saturday. And this one should be as good. You've got two aggressive strikers with, very, with who like to finish fights, like to finish them early. So this is one of these fights that should be great for as long as it lasts. Yeah, I mean, look, I think that the finishes is likely, so you, you immediately turn the attention to the under uh, at two and a half. Look, I think heading into this fight, you know, prior when they were supposed to meet up back uh, at UFC 285, you know, Jalen Turner was certainly surging. He had won uh, five fights in a row. He had won all of those via finish. And Dan Hooker had been on the receiving end of most of these finishes. I mean, I think two, uh, three out of his last four losses had come in the variety of finishing. And it's just a guy that is leaky defense anymore. It didn't It didn't pay dividends for him to go five unbelievable rounds with Dustin Poirier a couple of years ago. It took basically years off of his mixed martial arts life. And Jalen Turner is, I don't know how he cuts down to the lightweight limit. The guy is an enormous lightweight, uh, has power in both hands, is very strong. And look, I think even impressed in the loss. I mean, the fact that he, you know, Martis Gamrot took the fight on short notice and Jalen Turner went three rounds with him, wasn't able to put him away and actually suffered the defeat via a controversial split decision. I, I think it, 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 it provided Jalen uh, Turner the opportunity to kind of grow from a loss. Um, so I, I like Jalen Turner in this fight. I just don't think that, that uh, Dan Hooker is the same fighter that he was, even though he's going to have his, you know, his training partner, Alexander Volkanovsky, who he's, you know, training with in preparation for this fight. It's a bad matchup for, for, for Dan Hooker. Hooker's not going to have the wrestling that Jalen Turner struggled with against Martis Gamrot. So I think it's Turner inside the distance and the under a two and a half because you also do not want to ignore the power that Dan Hooker does have. He is a finisher. He's a guy to go out and can, you know, knock you out with a knee or an elbow. But this is Jay, another showcase, I think, for Jalen Turner to get back on the right, the right the ship and get back in the winning column. All right, so some value hunting here for Method of Victory. Jalen Turner by knockout is plus 175. Turner to win by submission is plus 225. And then Turner to win by decision is plus 450. Followed by Hooker to win by knockout is plus 550. And Hooker to win by decision at plus 550. Yeah, I think the Turner via knockout is, is very, very uh, you know nice at plus 175. I'm going to note that down. I think I'm going to play that immediately if that's what FanDuel is offering right now. I mean, Jalen Turner, just his, his long limbs, the power that he carries in both hands, mm-hmm. is very hard to, to emulate. Uh, although I think, you know, look, Dan Hooker obviously has the advantage of training probably with the best striker that we've ever seen in Israel Adesanya. So he's certainly going to have that uh, being able to show, you know, shadow that a little bit. And a guy that's also very long and lengthy for the division that, that he fights in. Yeah. But still, he's not going to be in there without Adesanya. He's going to be in there with Jalen Turner, a guy that's looking to take his head off. So I, I don't like the formula for Dan Hooker. Our next fight, if this was not a, a, a 
title pay-per-view, this would be a UFC fight night main event, right? Safe to say? Robert Whitaker against Drakus Duplessis, I, mean, I would this, say. And this is a co-main event in, in most other UFC pay-per-views. Yeah, there's absolutely. There's not a title fight in, in, in both headlining bouts. You know, yeah, this fight is certainly getting You've showcased. got guys who are, you've got Robert Whitaker, who's the number two middleweight uh, in, right now. And then you've got Duplessis, who's trying to become the number two middleweight and get a title shot. And uh, a lot of people on this card have lost to uh, Israel Adesanya. It's <laughs> is a, is a common theme. A lot of people in the middleweight division have lost to <laughs> In this Israel card, Adesanya. but both these guys, uh, Whitaker's obviously lost to him and Duplessis wants his chance uh, to go against him. Uh, Duplessis now 5-0 and in the UFC, riding a seven-fight winning streak overall. This should be a good fight despite Whitaker being minus 400 on FanDuel and Duplessis being plus 285. I think this one is going to be very good regardless of what the odds say in this yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, look, it should be a title eliminator. I mean, it's two guys, you know, at the top heap of the 185-pound of the division. I, I think if if you if you asked Dana White and you asked Sean Shelby, the matchmakers in the UFC, they want Dreykus Duplessis to win this fight. They they need a new opponent for yeah. Israel Adesanya. I mean, Robert Whitaker's already fought Israel Adesanya twice. He's already lost to him twice. Uh, you know, one time was unanimous decision. The other time he got stopped when Adesanya became the UFC middleweight champion of the world. And and apparently also there's a little bit of bad blood. But, Bad blood already brewing between uh, Duplessis and Israel Adesanya, and obviously rivalries make fights more interesting. And if you know there's a uh, a bout or a fight card that's supposed to take place, uh, I believe in Sydney, come the early fall, it would be a little bit of a quick turnaround for Dreykus Duplessis if he gets that spot. But the, obviously, the UFC would do everything in their power to to put him there against uh, Adesanya if he's victorious. The issue that I have, and the reason why. Robert Whitaker is as big of a favorite as he is, Adam, is because, A, obviously the championship pedigree, the the uh, the strength of schedule. I mean, Robert Whitaker has beaten everybody in 185. Dreykus Duplessis, you know, most impressive win came the last time that we saw him in the octagon, uh, the last couple of times we saw him in the octagon, and that was against Darren Till uh, and Derek Brunson. And, guy, you know, Darren Till really isn't the same guy that he once was challenging for the welterweight championship of the world, and Derek Brunson, you know, is now probably hinging on the top 10 of the, of the middleweight division. Um, Duplessis also struggles with cardio, and, is, and, and, I, and I believe he will struggle with the wrestling pedigree uh, and acumen that, that Robert Whitaker is going to bring into the fight. So uh, I think that if you want to play this fight probably for fun, you go, <laughs> you go, you drag his Duplessis, you, okay. you know, DDP. Sprinkle? You, you, you sprinkle a little bit, but like, Robert Whitaker is going to win the fight, but I don't like him. You know, I don't like suggesting him at minus four hundred odds. That, that's a, that's a very big number to kind of find. Even if parlay? you want to, even no, even if you want to stick him into a parlay. I mean, I don't like like a, a Turner Whitaker like Nico Price three team parlay. Like maybe we could figure out formulaic like, like what that happens. Like, but I, here's the thing: I think despite both guys showing. Uh, finishing capabilities, I probably would look more towards the over. I think that Robert Whitaker okay. is just a tough guy to finish. Duplessis trying to be reliant on his knockout power, and then Duplessis is tough. I mean, he was in he was in some tough uh, hot water uh, for a minute or two in that uh, in that um, Darren Till fight before he got out of that. So and he wasn't finished. So I think looking towards the over at two and a half, which is plus one eighteen, or yeah. it's got to be plus money right now. I see a plus one thirty right now. Yeah, I think that, that that might be worth a look as well. Okay. I, I, I mean, I think Robert Whitaker does win the fight, 
and we're in another situation again. But I, I think more so, I'd love to see uh, GDP win and uh, get his hand raised so he can challenge Adesanya. All right, so some um, value hunting here with uh, Robert Whitaker to win uh, right now. Let's go to method of victory. Whitaker to win by knockout is plus 135. Whitaker to win by points is plus 190. And Duplessis to win by knockout is plus 500. Everything else is either 10 to 1 or 15 to 1. I mean, the the, 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 the likely path, I think, is Whitaker via decision at that okay. plus 190 plus number. 190, so right. I think that, that that's safe. But, you know, it's very interesting to see, even though I said that Whitaker, you know, only been stopped and he was stopped by Israel Adesanya. I mean, DDP does hit hard. And DDP has been connecting and finishing some people. So uh, at plus 500, and you want to go with DDP, uh, I, think, uh, I, I think that that's more the like. I think the scenario is Whitaker, Whitaker's going to get the stoppage, Whitaker's going to win the decision, or it's DDP via knockout. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I necessarily believe that DDP is going to win a three-round fight against Robert Whitaker. Just going back again, believing into and understanding the wrestling that I think Robert Whitaker is going to showcase in this fight. All right, and now we get into our title fights for the flyweight title fight. Our first co-main of the co-main events is Brandon Moreno minus two hundred against Alexandre Pantoja is plus one fifty five. Despite the fact, despite the fact that Pantoja has beaten Moreno twice, twice uh, when they were in the uh, UFC uh, contestants on season twenty four of the Ultimate Fighter, and then back in twenty eighteen when they were both on the UFC roster. Now Pantoja's coming back. He was off for a year, and then he fought in UFC two seventy seven. He beat Alex Perez in about ninety seconds, uh, and then we've seen Brandon Moreno fight a few times. Obviously, since then he fought at uh, UFC two eighty four, and so these guys very familiar with each other. Moreno's minus 200, but the history is on Pantoja's side right now. Yeah, the history is on Pantoja's side. And even though, you know, he's the challenger, uh, I think that the, the momentum is, is on his side as well. I mean, Pantoja's coming off of uh, three uh, consecutive wins, two finishes. He also has uh, a, a finish over the guy that's serving as the backup to this fight if one of the guys bows out, and that's Brandon Royval. Alexander Pantoja hears the bell, and then goes as fast as he can to try and get a finish. And he's a crazy man. I mean, mm-hmm. unorthodox style, but, but finishing capabilities from, with his hands, and in particular with his submissions. I mean, he's got 10 finishes of his 25 wins, but a guy also that could push hard for uh, you know five rounds. And, and quite honestly, this is a guy that, that like, should have been a champion. Like he, he should have been already a champion, but you know he 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 lost a, a fight against to Devison Figueredo, and then Figueredo won and won the belt. Uh, he was in position to, again, and then Askar Askarov, you know, defeated him. I'm just surprised that Pantoja hasn't been a champion quite yet. Well, here's his opportunity to do so uh, against a guy. Yeah, that he. Uh, tick for tat. I mean, these these guys are mirror images of each other, just as as good as uh, Pantoja is, and as as chaos that he could bring to the cage. The same could be said for for Brandon Moreno, and, and the, the fact that Brandon Moreno now is is the flyweight champion of the world after he got through all of his his his, his um matches and, and his fights with, with Devison. The fact that he got the, the, the TKO doctor stoppage and won the unified UFC flyweight title his, his last two times out, was forced to be into an interim UFC flyweight championship against Kaikara Franz, who's, who's always a difficult matchup, especially when considering on the feet. And the maturation, I mean, we, 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 we saw Brandon Moreno, like, you know, appear on the Ultimate Ravage. He was like a 21-year-old, 22-year-old, mm-hmm. and now he's really come full. And look, 
Now the UFC is showcasing Mexican Independence Day and a fight card in September, which I'm sure Brandon Moreno wants to figure out some way, shape, or form to be a part of. As, as like, well. and look at and, and if you look at the current line, like it opened it at dollar eighty six for Brandon Moreno on Fanduel. It's now ballooned up to two hundred five. Yeah, money is pouring in on Brandon Moreno. Now that might be you know his 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 Mexican fan base, and they might be pouring in just similar like a Conor McGregor fight. All that Irish money comes in. Maybe this Mexican money is coming in on Brandon Moreno. But for me. You know, going look at, but first off, the over. Over at four, oh, oh, over. I think that this is good. We're going to get a five round kind of like. Over four and a half is yeah. minus 140. Minus 140. Okay. Right. So what's been working for me lately is, and adding a little bit more juice, and I'll do the same with probably the Alexander Volkanovsky fight, is X fighter to win and X round to start. And I really cashed last week with Grant Dawson. Grant Dawson to win in round three to start. Pitt was like plus two ninety. Okay. That and then the week before, uh, it was um, it was another uh, a fight that, that ended the same way. So I'm gonna say I can't I can't ignore Pantoja's two wins. I, I just think that the, wow. the, the chaos is gonna happen. So I think money line straight up in Pantoja. Ooh, okay, okay. Money line to for him to finally wow. get 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 his win. The and, dogs and get, are barking. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 well, I mean, I mean well, DDP. I, I'm telling you, DDP is likely not going to win the fight. But if you want to have some fun with it, like I'll probably throw some money on DDP. I'm not recommending it, but I am recommending Pantoja. So plus one sixty. I think Pantoja's. Pantoja. I think Pantoja's certainly worth an investment. Okay, all right, all right, and take the over at minus at over four and a half uh, at minus one forty there yeah. as well, and then finally. Our main event, one of my favorite fighters to watch. We got a chance to talk to him last year before International Fight Week, before he beat Max Holloway. Uh, I believe it was before he beat Max yep. Holloway when mm-hmm. we talked to him. That's correct. And, I mean, he has been on an absolute tear. He's going uh, back to uh, featherweight right now. And so now Volkanovski's won 12 straight fights, a dozen fights at featherweight in the UFC, five of those being championship contests. He beat Max Holloway last year in International Fight Week. We talked about that. I mean, he's minus 400 right now. Yaya Rodriguez is plus 285. Uh, is there a way Volkanovski doesn't find a way to win this fight? The dude is an absolute monster. He's a little tank. He's a, I don't want to say little tank, but he's like, he's just so like well, like stockily built. Like he's perfect for what he does and just, just creating chaos in the ring and fighting, finding ways to win, different ways to win fights, and I don't see a way he loses well, this fight. Well, the thing is, I, I wanted you to ask the question is, is what's, the, what's the method, what's the way for Yair Rodriguez to win the fight? And Yair Rodriguez is going to have to really hone in and focus in on his body and his head kicks. He's very good at it. It's a part of his arsenal. I mean, he's a very unorthodox, fluid striker that not just only has hands, but he also has kicks. And we've seen in the past the way that Volkanovsky lines up and, and, and defends himself and, and attempts to strike. He's more of, a, of a, a, you know, a traditional boxer sense. The body kicks, the liver kicks, and the head kicks have been open, and people have landed them against Alexander Volkanovsky. Mm-hmm. Now, they haven't changed the direction of a fight, but... I believe Yair Rodriguez is going to be the best kicker that Volkanovski, uh, from that standpoint. Obviously, Volkanovski fought Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo is an outstanding leg kicker, probably the best. But from the body and the head standpoint, that's going to be an open opportunity for you. And you're going to have to look to see it. If you're going to pro- looking at backing Yair Rodriguez, watch this first round live. 
and see what happens. And obviously adjustments do happen in the time, and certainly a guy, Alexander Volkanovsky's caliber, uh, is going to make adjustments mid-fight. But like, pay attention to that. If those are landing, because those could change direction of the fight. But you're right. Volkanovsky is, is, is on another level. I mean, he's just so good everywhere. He wants another opportunity to fight Islam Makachev. And he does that in going back up and wait if he's victorious uh, over Yair Rodriguez. Again, there's an Abu Dhabi card that that's, uh, doesn't have a headliner yet. There's the, the, the Sydney, Australia card, which I'm sure Volkanovsky would love to go in. So um, my recommendation, recommendation is going to be on the over. I think we're getting an, uh, similar to the flyweights. We're going to get probably a five-round fight, not likely a finish. Over Both. three and a half right now is minus one forty-five. Yeah, let's do that. All so right. I, so then if it if if they're only throwing out the three and a half, then I'm going to say Alexander Volkanovsky to win round four to start. Alexander Volkanovsky to win round five to start. Look at those uh, prop bets as well as something to add a little bit more value to Alexander Volkanovsky winning the fight. But I think plus yeah, the over three and a half at dollar thirty-five. I like that one. All right, and then for method of victory here, Volk by points, plus 105. Volk by knockout at plus 260. Rodriguez by knockout is plus 550, and then everything else is ridiculous. Well, that's the thing. If you're saying that Volk is only plus 105 and Yair Rodriguez is really not a guy that goes out there and gets finished, um, I really got to believe that, you know, Volkanovsky, the over is certainly a safe play. Uh, and, and, and Volkanovski uh, with those Five round points. four, round five. Yeah, and on points. Five points at plus 105. Yeah, I could see that as well because, like, you've seen some of the highlights leading up to this fight where, like, they obviously showcase, like, the biggest hits in, like, in Yair Rodriguez's career, but it's a lot of kicks. It's a lot of knees. It's a lot of, like, it's a lot of you think he's going to be losing a fight, but then he finds a way to land a strike and wins, right? So I don't know if he's going to be able to. Volk's not a guy that gets finished. You know, he's won 12 in a row in, in, in this uh, weight class for – in this division for a reason. So I, I, I think he's going to win the fight. I like the Volkanovski by points at plus 105, but I'm just excited to watch the dude fight again. He's yeah. such a monster. So great. I mean, after the last time that he lost, uh, he then went on to win 23 fights in a row. Yeah. So, exactly. Or 22 exactly. fights in a row. So. Exactly. Um, uh, that's the main card. Uh, anything else in the prelims? I know you're very high on the fight. One of the fights that we just made, that we talked about a little bit in Robbie Lawler and Nico Price. Anything else I mean, in the just prelims? to see Robbie Lawler compete one more time, it's a, du- it's a tough matchup. I mean, I think the only – I'm going to back Nico Price. I think Nico Price gets the finish. Robbie Lawler is a shell of his, of his former self. I will say this, though. Nico Price is, is – and I've had Nico on the show, you know, my, my former radio show a couple of times. And um, he follows me on Twitter. So I, I feel like I have a relationship if, if a fighter <laughs> – like Bilal Muhammad follows me on Twitter. Yeah. Nico Price does. There's like one or two other guys that do. Um He's a guy that has, like, f- there's nothing wrong with this, but he's a guy that, like, has fun in the octagon and, like, likes the, the, to, like, form a relationship with the guy that he's, like, trying to punch in the face. Okay. So, like, 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 he fought Donald Cowboy Cerrone and, like, could have went out there and just steamrolled Donald Cowboy Cerrone. But he was so in awe of, like, ah, I'm in one of Donald Cowboy Cerrone's last fights. I really don't want to, like, hurt the guy and, like, stuff like that. So, like, yeah. that's the risk that Nico maybe could, could run into. Uh, but parlay stuffer for sure. Um, I'm surprised that Alonzo Minifield can be had as, as it's almost a virtual pick Jimmy Crute's now kind of a slight favorite. Yeah. So Alonzo Minifield as, as, as a slight underdog, like he was winning that, that last fight. 
Uh, and, and he hurt Jimmy Crude badly several times when they just fought. So I, I'm going to recommend, I think Alonzo Minifield gets the job done this time. He should have okay. got the job done the last time they fought. So he's minus 105 right now at, yeah. uh, on FanDuel. Uh, so can I interest you? I'm like a used car salesman here. What do I have to do to put you in a Jalen Turner, Volkanovsky, Nico Price parlay that pays plus 135? Jalen Turner, Nico Price, and, Al- and Volkanovsky? Yeah. You don't got to do much for, for me. I mean, I think all three of those guys win the fight. I okay. think, I think like, uh, Volkanovsky and Turner I'm very co- confident in. Uh, the one I would just again risky is just Nico, you know, just you know, yeah. getting all fun and uh, happy, do- you know, happy go lucky, yeah, uh, and, and and doing something stupid. Well, but because we don't want to put in, uh, you said you didn't want to put in. Who didn't you want to put in? Uh, Moreno, because you think Pantoja is going to win the fight. We don't. Whitaker's too risky, so we're not going to put in Whitaker at minus four hundred. So I feel like those are the three, right? Yeah, those are those are going to be the three because the other the other. The other guys that I like on the card, even if we go down like to the prelims and stuff like that, are heavy favorites. Yeah, they're not going to matter. Uh, so it's not going to matter. Yeah. I wonder, wonder what a Bo Nickel, uh, Jack Della, Madalena. Oh, like <laughs> minus, minus 900. What a parlay play. So we've got that parlay. Nico Price, Jalen Turner, Alexander Volkanovsky. That three-leg parlay pays plus 135. Plus we're taking the Turner hooker under. Two and a half at minus two hundred. Uh, sprinkling some Turner via knockout at plus one seventy five. Uh, Duplessis at plus two eighty five. Just a sprinkle, just a sprinkle, and over two and a half in that fight with Whitaker at plus one uh, thirty. Uh, the Brandon Moreno over four and a half at minus one forty. Pantoja money line at plus one sixty. Volkanovski over three and a half at minus one forty five. And Volkanovski by points at plus one hundred five. That's a He's lot of picks. A lot of plays. That's hey, a look, lot of plays. Sick card. It is. It's awesome. International Look, fight you, week. I didn't know that this was the case, but when you mentioned that there's a rematch in the prelims, that's a good card, right? That's a good card. This is kind of something that when we did, I believe it was like a month ago, we did a preview podcast because they're like, there's no fights this week. Like, let's just talk about a couple of the pay-per-views. It's like, listen, all these fight nights are kind of BS until we get to this one. Like, right. this is the this is the summer right here. And so the next few pay-per-views for uh, the UFC are going to be great. It's going to be awesome. They've got some really big cards coming up for sure, and some good fight night cards as well that got yeah. some really good, you know, intriguing fights. And yeah, and credit where credit's due to look guys like Val Woodburn and guys like uh, uh, Josea Harrell who step up on short notice to keep Bo Nickel and Jack Della Medellina on the card. Yeah. Sacrificial lambs, if yeah, you will. Exactly. But. That's fine. That's fine. He's Jordan Sherwood. Follow him on Twitter at one on ESPN one thousand. Get all of his picks at fatjacksports.com. I'm Adam Abdallah. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. And we will be back next week for another episode of the Unnamed MMA Podcast. Thanks for listening.